What's next? Good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it is you're listening. Thank you for taking the time out to just uh, listen to the podcast and uh, be a part of what we're doing here. Andre's going to be back with us this week. We're talking about Miyagi moments. What does that mean? Well, you'll have to stick around and listen to the rest of the episode so that you can find out. Uh, Great episode. So uh, I promise you will enjoy it. So stick around. Welcome to another episode of What's Next. Um, back in the host seat and back in the co-host seat, we have Dre. Dre, Dre, back again. back with us. <laughs> he was uh, took a took a uh, little hiatus. Actually, we both did. We took a break last week, so before that, um, you know, he missed the the dual episode with JP. Um, but uh, had some new things happen in your life. You kind of had to get settled and going. And yes, sir. Uh, we definitely understand that. Uh, yes, but sir. I'm glad you're back. Yes, sir. Back. <laughs> <laughs> back and ready to go. Uh, you know. So so that's good. Um, kind of, uh, I, it, you got to listen to uh, JP's episode. What did you think about that? Since you weren't here to really commentate during the episode, do you have any thoughts on that? Or? Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was really impactful. You know, just, uh, just, you know, his story of just you know, coming back from what he, you know, happened to him. And, you know, I mean, that's just, you don't hear about that, you know, every day. So it's just, it was a good, like, insight to hear about that and get, you know, an actual, like, I guess, vision of the story. You know, we talked about it before he came on, and I was really mad I wasn't here to get to experience that. But I did listen to it, and, I mean, it was it was really, um, it was really touching and impactful, and it was, it was a good story, great story. Yeah, and he's um, he's doing a lot. You know, just a shout-out again to JP. He's, you know, doing a lot with, um, you know, with his story and with writing a book now and, um, you know, motivational speaking, talking to people, right. reaching out. And so just, you know, kind of wanted to do just a – you know, uh, I, I guess I look back um, into that, and so that was a was a really good, really really good episode, and and just having him, you know, here, and and so uh, yeah, so I was it was an honor honor to honor to have a uh, soldier here, one that you know certainly had uh, every reason to quit and give up and exactly. throw in a towel, and and he should have done that at any moment, but he didn't. Right, right, exactly, exactly. You know, yeah. so so. Um, so yeah, hats off to you again, JP, um, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we support you. We're behind you. Keep doing what you do sir, and, uh, keep persevering on. Um, so back to, uh, us, Andre, new things going on in your life. You want to talk about that real quick? You know, you got the new job and kind of, uh, you know, let us know how that's, how that's been going for you. Um, yeah, it's, uh, 
It's been going great, man. It's a, it's an intense job, you know, and it's, you know, just working with the kids that I work with, you know, and, and the backgrounds that they come from. It's great. It's it's new territory, you know, new ground, new information, you know, new people. It's always great making new connections yeah. and always, um, you know, being able to be like a positive, like role model, um, you know, in other people's lives. It's just amazing. And I'm just, like I said, honored to be in the position I am uh, right now. And so I'm just going to take it, you know, with a grain of salt uh, yeah. and learn. I have some great mentors at work, too. That's good. Awesome people I work with. Um you know, people that, you know, just are, are truthful, honest, upfront, um, and I appreciate that. And, um, you know, tell me how it is. Tell me how it's going to be down the line. And uh, I'm just excited about the new opportunity, man. So it's gonna And be you're great. getting to work with, um, cho- uh, I guess, young teens. Yeah, and- yeah. So if you go back to the episode we talked about, you know, with the PTSD and the anxiety. So some of these kids, um, most of their lives are, are based off of trauma. So JPD, which is juvenile, and then CPS cases um, that I work with. And so, you know, just to touch on a little bit of that, that's, you know, kind of trauma is is kind of what they are, you know, used to um, and what most of their life is based on. You know, our lives are, you know, completely different. We have different life experiences, but most of their life experiences have been trauma. So that's what... um, you know, kind of kids I'm working with, but right now what we're trying to do is kind of implement kind of changing the way that they think, changing the way that they approach things, changing their habits. Um, and, and so, you know, that's just, you know, a little bit about, you know, what I do, but I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much the gist of it. And, and that kind of goes hand in hand with what, you know, we've been doing here, you know, with the whole podcast and, right. and perception, you know, changing your mind. You talked about that, yeah. I guess, even before you started the job, you, you actually talked about that a couple of episodes back yeah. about perspective yeah. and, and about changing the way you think and, and that. So right. that's kind of cool that you landed a job where you can kind of cool. yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. So and, and how really you're helping. You're not it's not just a job because even you're helping these kids out, you're giving right. back, you're you might help make an impact on somebody's life right. that, you know, who knows what they could be the next of uh, the next exactly, you know exactly. Michael Jordan or the next president or the next governor or the next you you name it whatever right. CEO or uh, next person to make a, a major impact in the world so right. um, you know you never know and yeah. so that's that's awesome yeah. that, that that's you're great. getting to do that yep. um, you know uh, and so um, we want to talk about this week you know wanted to catch up with you um, with me I'll just let y'all know what's going on in my life um, I'm in the middle of a lot of things. <laughs> uh, yeah. The biggest one, I'm in the process of just putting my home on the market. Um, going to sell it. Uh, so that means the podcast studio we're in right now uh, would be special because it'll be the last couple episodes we'll have here. Right, right. Uh, so, but we'll be moving to a, uh, Lord willing, or fingers crossed, and hope and pray and wish and everything else for... Uh, Mostly, mostly um, trusting in the Lord. Um, almost ninety nine point nine, maybe a hundred. Yeah, actually, maybe 100. no, it's a hundred. Yeah, everything else is just extra. But really, we put all our faith and trust in in, in God for this. But yeah, uh, there's a home that we we like. We put an offer on it already. Um, it's not too far from here, so 
you know, good. so yeah. I think it's about a six and a half minute drive from here. So okay, so that's it's not, not bad. too bad. So. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully Andre's gonna stay with the podcast. You know. <laughs> yeah. So so we're, yeah. I've already been talking to him about it. Yeah. Um. So we'll be uh we'll be getting uh, another room over there set up and. We'll get the studio going, so we may have to do a couple episodes from the laptop. May even have to come to your house and record yeah, a couple until <laughs> we get everything set up. But uh, but that's what we're what we're in the process of right now. So if y'all are listening, you know, pray with us. Um, you know, have us on your thoughts and minds and hearts and just well wishes and whatnot. We appreciate those. Um, so we can get into a new home. Kind of bittersweet. Yeah. Um, my my, you know, lived here. We finally. Uh, gelling with all our neighbors and you know happy times and good times starting to happen and uh, right. just feel like you know this is just kind of happening for a reason so um, you know it's kind of the opportunity and everything that presents itself and then you know my dad my dad came to this house you know and oh, visited yeah. and spent yeah. Thanksgiving here and you know so there's some memories here with him so you know kind of moving I'm kind of like oh you know my dad never have seen this house and so you know the memories are, are things you wouldn't think that you would think of and I was like oh man my dad's not gonna see this new house you know he's not here and and so I get a little bit of anxiety from that and I remember the things that we talk about and kind of right. okay let me take a deep breath and think about what my dad would want me to have this new house and he exactly. would be excited and he he's not here but but if he was he would be like yeah son you know like go for it and you know and all that so I try to be positive and spin it kind of like you said change the way you think yeah change the way you think you know about it. so yeah. trying <laughs> yeah that's good man you know it's uh you know that is new territory for sure yeah you know, putting the house on the market man you know and i'm scary. just kind of you know taking little tips from you i'm like hey you know tim is doing that and he's you know i pulled up the other night and i was like what is this guy doing i just see oh, a bright yeah. light in front of your house i'm like okay what is i this forgot guy all about that <laughs> come out in the, in the wife beater i'm like oh <laughs> yeah. man this guy here is, is working and it was pitch black dark and you just see a big bright light spotlight and, yeah yeah and you were just working but you know things like that just you know show what kind of work you're putting in and yeah. you know your your willingness to to put it the grind um, yeah you know putting the high i mean that's work you know believe it, it or not you know you just and i just the other morning i came out i was like you told me and i was like okay he's really gonna go with it and i saw a for sale sign out i was like okay he's really going with it right now <laughs> so i was like so I, that was pretty i was like okay so it's it's just levels to it you know for sale sign you're grinding tour up the front you know oh yeah we, and then we now they're working the on the roof down. Yeah, the you roof's know. getting done, brand new roof. Yeah, so, so. I mean, it's it's going. You're moving. Yeah, <laughs> it's happening. If anybody's interested, it's out there on the market. Look, at the <laughs> you know, uh, house for sale. It's a nice one. So, yeah. if you're interested, send me an email uh, or you know or or on the social media at what's next podcast at uh, gmail.com or. Uh, so, you know, inbox me and uh, yeah, I'll sell you my house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> a little nice freebie advertising yeah, for home sales. Advertising. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, go check it out. It's out there. Um, you know, if anybody's looking in the San Antonio area, San Antonio, Texas. Yep. But again, the house we're looking at is not far. So hopefully not too much in our life changes or disrupts. Kids will be in the same school, oh, yeah. you know, not too That's far good. from the job. That's you know, good. Ashley and I we carpool to work together. So okay. hope we hope to continue to you know try to do, <laughs> continue to do that. So yeah. um, that was something that we never thought we'd be able to do. We work together, we carpool together, we live together. Yeah. Surprised we ain't killed each other by now, but, <laughs> but you know, 
uh, marriage yeah. has its ups and downs, but yeah, we've does. been able we've been able to do that, and so it's been it's been pretty cool. That's cool to be able to do that. Yeah, that's great. So um, on to I guess you know kind of what uh, wanted to talk about today, and it kind of kind of leads in with you know kind of yeah we're catching up on our lives and what we have going on. All right. And, um, you know, but I want to talk about kind of. We had the Father's Day episode. We had the kids come on. That was pretty cool. That was pretty. That was got, really cool. Got a lot of good feedback from got that episode. Got a lot episode. of good feedback from you that too. episode. Yeah. 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 So I, you know, the kids were a little nervous, and I wish you know. I'm kind of glad in one hand that we didn't prepare them so they could be open and honest. Exactly. But at yeah. the same time, I was like, well, I wish I could, you know, had them be a little less nervous. But <laughs> um, so maybe we were able to do that. But one of the things to take away from that was kind of to talk about, you know, you know, role models and being a role model. And so what kind of sparked this thought, you know, in my mind, and this is going to be really corny, but hey, I like to watch movies. <laughs> I watch a lot of movies. In fact, I just watched the new Spider-Man and the new oh, Aladdin okay, and okay, yeah. you know, all these movies. And no, they're not paying me to advertise. I'm just, this is what I've been doing. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so um, I just recently, we started watching the new series of uh, the, I think it's called Cobra Kai on YouTube. No, so we watched season one, we're watching season two now. And then I went back thinking about, you know, when I first put it on, I said, how are they going to do this, right? Because the Karate Kid, when you think about, at least me, when I think about, you know, the Karate Kid that I watched as a kid, I think about Mr. Miyagi. You know, he was the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, that dude, he was the dude, you know, Daniel son over there, yeah. you know, he's getting beat up <laughs> in his shower curtain, you know, costume and, yeah. and he's getting beat up at the beach and he's getting beat, he's just getting beat everywhere. everywhere and, yeah. you know, Miyagi shows up and saves the day every time, you know, and then not only, not only does he save the day physically in fights, but, you know, he's, he's uh, spiritual guidance, like he's, uh. Yeah. You know, he talks to him, and he kind of gives him advice, and he's kind of like, you know, you don't do that, and you don't do this, and you, and so you see where the balance is, you know, even, he even tells him, you know, you know, you think, you know, you, you fight with the mind, and you, right. you know, only for defense, and you, and so, you know, so Miyagi's kind of this, uh, this character in there where, you know, he kind of, he kind of guides him, right. you know, not, not just to fight, but, and protect him, but also he teaches him, and so, yeah, kind of thinking back to that, so I'm like, how are they going to do this? You know, they're right. going to have the show, and I mean, yeah, Daniel's there, but, you know, LaRusso wasn't really, I mean, it really was, to me, was was about Mr. Miyagi. So, Mr. Miyagi, yeah. And then he even yeah. had them other spinoffs, the one with that girl, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and something else, but uh, that was a, yeah. that was all right. You know, the next Karate Kid, I think I watched <laughs> half of that. Uh, I think it was Hillary. uh Swank, I don't know, I can't think of her last, Swank? Swank, Swank? yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, I think Swank, she yeah. was the uh, the actress in that, but yeah, yeah. but anyway, um, you know, getting back to, you know, he was, he was the that mentor, and so, you know, we started watching this, this show, and I was like, how, how are they going to do this, you know, no Miyagi, maybe there's going to be a new Miyagi come out, you know, right. so you start watching the, not spoiler alert guys, if y'all haven't seen it yet. If you haven't, well, it's your fault. It's been out on YouTube for, <laughs> you know, already in season two. Yeah, so, but yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now, if you real quick, spoiler alert for Cobra Kai. But uh, in case you guys didn't know this, Miyagi's dead. I mean, <laughs> it's been a long time. There's no way he's still alive. Yeah, been... <laughs> so, you know, they weren't going to wheel him out there, you know, at 106. So, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, though, they, they do kind of, you know, in, in the movie or in the TV show, they kind of, uh, you know, make scenes where, you know, Daniel's going through things in his life and, 
you know, he's struggling and he's uh, he's kind of searching. Even though his life seems really put together in this in the show, he's he's rich. He's you know he's used his martial arts and so he's kind of got a good life he's built for himself in the right. show. He's married, he's got kids. He's you know so he's kind of living his normal life and then it kind of shows the life of the other guy um, right. who you know got beat up in the tournament. And kind of where his life just tanked after that, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And he kind of hates Daniel because, you know, they kind of got in that fight and it <laughs> ruined his life. And there's always those TV shows, you know. And, and I kind of look at that thing about, you know, what we're trying to say is that, you know, one event could spiral your life in a negative direction right. if you let it. If you let it, uh, yeah. But, you know, it kind of it kind of takes off from there. These guys are now grown adults. It's like 20 years later you know right. after the big match where he did the crane kick to his face and 20 years later the crane kick was amazing yeah it was it was pretty cool see Miyagi yeah, did that yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's a Mr. Miyagi kick so yeah. um, so you know it, it you know goes to that many years later and there, there's a scene where he's he's really trying to you know find his way and he ends up at the cemetery and he's out there and of course you know Mr. Miyagi doesn't come alive like a genie right, or something crazy right. but he kind of starts thinking back. He kind of starts remembering his roots and remembering what he was taught. And so he kind of has a conversation with Miyagi, but the conversation is kind of from the perspective of, you know, he's remembering, you know, when he faced this situation, what did Mr. Miyagi tell me? And right. how did he tell me to handle it? And what would he do? And what would he say? And um, and he kind of uses that as, okay, that's, thank you, Mr. Miyagi. Thank you, you know, you helped me again. Right. But really it was just remembering what he was taught and what he was told, you know, kind of using that. And so I say all that to say this. <laughs> that was a big buildup, guys, I know. <laughs> but, you know, thinking about in life how sometimes we get stuck in ruts and we we go through things and we face problems we face challenges and we're like you know what do I do and so some people have mentors and they have role models and they have uh, people that teach them or parents or somebody that taught them or somebody that's always there in your life and then one day they're not right. you know either right. because they moved or they were taken out of your life or they passed away or they and so you're stuck in the situation where you're like man i don't i don't have that role model anymore what what do i do right. um so you know but thinking about how yeah he didn't he didn't have miyagi anymore but he was able to remember the things that he was taught and i know it sounds kind of silly because we're going based off of a movie but it right. is real life i mean yeah, it's real life so yeah, i think about sure. how you know i lost my dad and you know, one of the things that's been really therapeutic for me and has been very helpful, especially in this buying a house process and all this other stuff, right. is I said and I go, you know, I'm going to make a decision. It used to be, you know, before my dad was gone, that, man, without thinking, I pick up the phone, Dad, I'm about to do this, this, or this. What do you think? And yeah, most of the time right. it was, what are you doing? No, don't do that, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're going to make a big mistake and mess up your life. Right. Um, you know, I did a lot of dumb things when I was young. But, right. you know, but I always, even now, sometimes I go to make a decision and I pick up my phone, I start dialing, and then it hits me, oh, I can't call that. Right. You know, so I find myself talking to other mentors and other people and bouncing things off of them. But there's sometimes where you can't do that. Right, right. And so one of the things that I do, and, and I don't know if you've ever done this, and for the audience, this is something that you could try to do if you're ever stuck in this situation. Right. But I, I've actually taken out a notebook. And in the notebook, because here's the thing is I know my dad. I know what he would say, how he would say it, you know, based on everything. I knew how he felt about politics. I knew 
what kind of trucks he liked. I knew right. what kind of fishing. I know all that stuff about him. So I would go and I would write down in a book and say, you know, and I'd really say, Dad, I'm looking at this house. It's this size. It's got this many rooms. It's got blah, blah, blah. And then I would put, then I put Tim, and then I put Dad, and I put a response back. Oh, and I'd respond cool. in the way that my father would respond to me. But as him responding, and I know that sounds kind of funny, but you kind of look back because you know exactly what he would say. Right. And then I look at it and I say, yep, that's what he would say. But I don't agree, Dad, so I'm going to go ahead and do this. Or, yeah, man, that's that's good advice. And so, right. you know, even though, like I said, it's it's just a TV show, but it really, like when I watched it, I I, I, I resonated with it because that's, that's definitely something that I have found myself, you know, going back to the past and remembering things that my dad taught me or that he said or that he you know was able to to do and so that even though he's not here I can go back and I can you know ask him current events or current things because I I knew him I knew him so well yeah definitely yeah and um and just kind of you know with the mentor and just the role modeling I mean I have you know, a couple people in my life I have, you know, I've talked about this person, Josh Scott, yeah. and then I have, you know, my bishop at my church, and then I also have my dad, you know, in my life, and my dad doesn't live in the same state anymore, but, you know, some of the things, you know, he said to me or he taught me, you know, why I was living with him and, like, under his roof, you know, it kind of, you know, resonates with in my mind now that I have kids and, and kind of, I'm like, oh, okay, that's why he said that. That's why he did this. That's why he, you know, operated like that. Or some some things I didn't understand, I kind of understand now that I am a dad and I have kids. I'm like, oh, that's why he said (laughs) that. That That's why he did this. You know, that's why he moved like that. But it's it's important. And the same thing, I guess, with, with my mentor now, Josh Scott, I think having a mentor, it, it shortens the learning curve. Um, if you're trying to, you know, learn anything, it kind of, you know, instead of it being so long um, that you have to figure it out yourself, you have somebody that's actually like there to help you with that process and figure things out along the way. And so I feel like my mentors and role models in my life are, are at three different stages. You know, okay. I have like Josh, you know, who is kind of closer in my age and, and sort of, you know, my big brother and, and I can... I have access to him anytime, pretty much. And in my bishop, too, I have access to him anytime. But he's kind of my spiritual leader in my yeah. life. You know, he's, you know, if, if stuff is in chaotic going around me and there's panic going on, I can, you know, call him and hit his line and, hey, like, you know, he's kind of like the comfort, you know, in that. And now if I have, like, you know, any dad questions or if I have any, like, growing pains or if I'm like, and my spiritual, you know, guy, too, is my dad, too, as well. But, you know, it's just three different areas I can kind of, you know, reach in. And then myself being a mentor in my job with my kids um, yeah. is the position I have, I hold, is called a youth development specialist. And and the key word in that is development. Because, and I flipped it and I was like, okay, we're thinking about role models and, and when we're talking about, you know, mentors. Well, in these kids' lives, their role model and mentors have, you know, did the other way have did some not so good things to them which equivalated to the trauma in their lives so with these kids you know when they say mentor they hear role models it's like oh well my role model did this to me or my mentor did this to me my mentor said that and didn't do this what we were talking about and broke that trust barrier yeah so i you know i think the past week and a half i've been just kind of studying and and sitting down and, and looking up stuff 
on ways to help me praying about it on how can I penetrate the hearts of these kids that have already been affected by somebody they've trusted already. Yeah, and I, and, I would think that's that's going to be, well, and I, I don't have the answer for that, certainly. Yeah, but, I mean, but, yeah, that's 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 the, you know, and that's a troubling. It's, it's not troubling so much as if it's, I'm trying to figure it out and I'm trying to, because I can't relate to that. Nobody, well, none of my role models have, you know, broken me that. down in that kind of way to where I'm like, I'm so shut off. Well, I don't trust anybody anymore because the person that was supposed to take care of me, the person that was supposed to nurture me and love me, they did the worst things to me. So, yeah. And I think what I'm, and again, I say I think, this is just from my perspective, but, you know, from others I've met that have been through some trauma and different things right. and, and my own self from my own trauma, I, I, I kind of look at it this way, you know. You kind of, if you, have you ever taken like, um, I'm trying to think would be a good example. Okay. Have you ever taken foil? and you know you can kind of smash it up into like a little ball and then you can add a piece on top of it and add layers and layers and layers and eventually you're going to have like this big ball right right so it's kind of like it's kind of like you know you start out with this small piece and that's kind of you you know and that's kind of the person who you are and and you, you know you you could take that you know piece of foil and you could unravel it you know in this you know square little square size you can take a napkin and kind of rub it against that foil and it gets real shiny and you know real cool looking and then you can ball it back up and you can kind of do that back and forth but you can you can do all or you can take it you know a sheet of just foil and just pull it stretch it out and it's got so many uses to it but if you take the foil and you smash it and then you add all these pieces on top Eventually, you don't know what the original foil looked like because exactly. it's covered by all these layers of, you know, uh, of of you know on top of each other. Right. And so you know, I think about like you know, kind of like that that foil. You know, you got to peel back all those pieces to get to the root of talking to them, the right. the real them that they built all these barriers up because somebody broke their trust. They had to to protect themselves. Right. Um, and so that's, that's such a sad situation to be in where, you know, cause you want to tell them, Hey, I'm here. You can trust me, but they're going to say, I, I gotta trust you. And the person that I knew I could trust, I couldn't trust. Yeah. So that's a hard thing. I, 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 I uh, right. I feel for you in that situation and I've, you know, thoughts and prayers, you know, for you to have the, 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 uh, uh, wherewithal to know what to say, when to say it. Right. And, uh, the, you know, the Holy Spirit to give you the words right. and uh, to, to be able to communicate um, because things you say can, can go either way. You could say yeah. the wrong thing, yeah. you know, and they go, oh, I knew it, you know. Or, exactly. And so yeah. you kind of want yeah. to not say things you might have said the wrong way and you want to say the things the right way. Right, right. And so that's uh, that's very delicate. But uh, yeah. but I will say this, job opened up for you. Yeah. You got placed into it. Yeah. God knows what he's doing, yeah. so I'm sure he's got you there. Yeah. Because yeah. he wants you there, and, and yeah. uh, you're going to know what to say at the right time because he's going to help you. At the right so. time. Yeah, and I, I, I really I really believe that. I really um, feel like I am um, what they call like a, a, a difference maker, a game changer. <laughs> Wherever okay. I go, um, I just feel like I bring a certain type of energy to a situation, and it can kind of, you know, change um, 
not simply, I'm not saying I'm like, you know, trying to toot my own horn. Well, when are you going to bring that to the podcast? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, wow. I mean, that's why I'm a you co-host. You too high to bring <laughs> you back down. I'm, bring you back down. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> no, it's good. That's what we could, that's what I like about it. We can have fun. Um, and we can, no. you know, talk about serious topics. <laughs> no, you, you, you know what? I, I missed, I, I missed you being here <laughs> on the last one. So yeah. he gonna be all offended. I coming back to this podcast? <laughs> no, never that man. I mean, we, uh, you know, skin is pretty tough. So <laughs> yeah, I got thick skin, man. So, um, but yeah, just, just, I think the most important thing though, um, with being a mentor though, is, is speaking life yeah. into, into people, um, you know, whoever I come in contact with, especially, you know, like the boys I'm working with. Um, but being a role model is is definitely um, integrity, too, as well. You know, what you do when nobody's looking. And that's what I'm really trying to build up, you know, about myself, too, as well. Um, and also being held accountable and being able to be held accountable if yeah. you, you know, have a mentor or, you know, have a spiritual leader. Because, I mean, I mean, everybody can't do that. Everybody, you know... It's like, you know, that accountability level is kind of like, whoa, man. Well, and and like you said, the kind of key, what you said was going back is about when nobody else is looking. Because the thing is, is you can only fake it so long, right? You can be like, hey, this is who I am. You know, but that, when it's not genuine and it's not real, that it's work. Right, right. You're trying to put on this facade of this is who I really am. But it's not. It's not. And okay. so you're like, yeah, look, I'm here to help. But really, you're like, oh, I don't want to help these kids. What am I doing? <laughs> but when it's natural and it's genuine and it's real, it doesn't feel like work because right. you're just, that's who you are. You right, know, you're just, right, you're just right. uh, producing from what coming, I guess, from what's deep within is what's coming out naturally. Right. And, exactly. um, and so I think that's, that's awesome when you can yeah. do that and just, and so I can say that, you know, uh, you know, let me let me toot your horn a little bit, uh, but you know, I you know I kind of watch, you know, and I yeah. see how you are with the kids, you know, yeah. kind of watching, you know. Sometimes I'm like, man, Andre's out here making me look bad, man. He's over here, <laughs> water balloon fights and basketball and yeah. riding bikes. I'm over here watching TV, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I was like, I need to get outside and do something with my kids, yeah. man. Yeah. So uh, no, I will say that uh, you know. For every bit you say you see the things I do, yeah. um, you know, I, I see the things you do too. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I wish I could, you know, I, I, I sometimes I think I'm a pretty good dad until I see you out there, you know, <laughs> slip and slide. Yeah. And just oh, like, man. come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I, for the audience, I take care of my kids. I yeah, love yeah, he doesn't neglect his kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not neglecting them. <laughs> But no, I, I yeah. you know, I see that and, and that that's a good thing to look at and say, you know, hey, I you know, that's a reminder, you know, right. this this guy loves his kids, is 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 uh because you think about it, we work, you know, jobs yeah. sometimes to late hours yeah. and then, you know, when you get home you're tired and um, you just don't want to do anything. You just wanna lay on the couch or just sit yeah. down or just you have really a snack, go to bed. Yeah. But it's that it's that time that is so important you know, to your children, you know, as you're their role model, you're what they see. And so if dad comes home and sprawls out on the couch and falls asleep, you know, then they've been waiting all day for dad to get home. I want to, when dad gets home, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. 
and you walk in and you're like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> snoring before your head hits the the back of the couch. Yeah. You know that's yeah. the you know that's that time that you know they well you know now I'm guilty. There are times where I've done that. Oh like, yeah, for sure. I'm out in public hanging out with friends. Yeah. All my dad does is lay on the couch and go to sleep. <laughs> like hey, hey, man. I'm tired. <laughs> you know, but you know, that's things that you want to yeah. be. You want to be that good role model. It's like you know, I, I'm really I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna. Even if I'm tired, I'm gonna push through, and because I want my kids to, I want to give them that time, you know. And yeah. I and I was thinking about that, you know, my son, man, he's a great video game player. He's oh, he's awesome, great yeah. at game, great at playing online. But if if after his entire time spending with me as a father, and he grows up to become a man and he looks back at his Miyagi moments with dad, and when he looks back and he says, "Well, all I remember was." You know, dad would come home and sleep on the couch and I'll play video games. And you know, I got to be really good with the video games. Yeah. Well, yeah, but what did your dad teach you? Well, he didn't really, you know, he didn't really interact with me. And he didn't really do this or he didn't really say that. And so those are those, you know, moments that kind of hit you where you're like, man, you know, I, I, you know, if he has his moment like that looking back, I want him to look back and be like, like I do. Well, my dad right. taught me this. And my dad told me this. And yeah, I could do this because my dad taught me that. And, right, right. And uh, so something to really take away is to think about, you know, not just the role models that you had in your life and the mentors you had, but then when you think about them, thinking about what am I leaving behind? What legacy? What, you know, because your legacy, you could be the richest man in the world. You could, you know, do all these great accolades and trophies and you know, I met David Robinson four times and yeah. shook Jordan's hand and whatever. You know, but at the end of the day, your legacy isn't going to be how much money you made, what houses you lived in, what stuff you leave behind. It's going to be your children. Right. That's right. your legacy. Yeah. And so yeah. when they look back, and I, and I think about that, like right now when I get in the darkest moments of my life and, you know, I feel like I'm alone. You know, and it, and I know it's not true. I have friends, I have a wife. I, you know, I can call you, I can call right. whoever. And I know that, but there are those times where I'm in the, I'm just in the deepest, darkest corners, and I feel like there's no way to escape. You know, that anxiety starts setting in. I can't breathe. I start getting depressed. I start, and it's almost like, you know, I slip into a Miyagi moment. That's what I'm going to call them. That's probably what we're going to call this hey, episode, that's, the that's Miyagi good. moment. That's good, man. But I slip into that, and I, and I go back to remembering something my dad said. I remember something that he he did or something that I saw mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, my dad never quit. You know, whenever he would start something, he would always finish it. And I remember him persevering and I remember, you know, him always making sure we had everything and I never had to worry about food or clothing or sleep. I never yeah. had to question that as a kid. Dad mm-hmm. always had that. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I got to get up because I see my dad do it. I can do it. Right. You know, and I stand yeah. up and I and I persevere on, and so, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just them, and so I think about now, you know, when Micah and Nora get older and they have their Miyagi moment, is it gonna be, yeah, Dad did, or is it gonna be, man, he, I I, I don't really know what he did. He right. kind of yeah, he kind of wasted his life away. He just yeah. ate and got fat. He, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want that for yeah, them. I want that. Yeah. I want them to look back and say, you know, he did whatever. He did it right. Right. And uh, right. and you know, thinking about things that might some that you know take away from life is, you know, that I didn't listen to is one. And I and I hear myself saying it to my son. And I'm like, 
Man, I sound like my dad. <laughs> One of the things he would always say is, slow down, son. Stop trying to grow up so fast. It ain't all it's cracked up to be. Oh, wow. Be a kid yeah, as long exactly. as you can. And no, no, Dad. Yeah. I need money. I got to grow up. I need this. I need... And he's a son. Chill. Just, just... It'll come. Right. It'll come one day. Exactly. And so I went to the Fort Sam. Well, actually, I got a lawnmower. started cutting grass at 7. Did my own little lawnmower business. Had my own little charts I made. Well, okay, and, okay. And yeah. uh, I was... We lived on the Air Force Base, so golf balls would fly over the golf course where we lived. I collect them, get a big bucket, and then I go sell them back to the golfers. <laughs> I don't do anything I could to make you know make make yeah, a buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, for turn fourteen, I can work at the commissary. So got a job, Fort Sam Houston commissary, at fourteen years old until I was sixteen. At sixteen, I got a job at a computer place working as a computer guy, and I've been working since then. <laughs> yeah. Never took a break. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? Dad was right. Now I'm sitting here, you know, with these kids, and they're going like, I can't stop now. Yeah, exactly. Can I take a break? Can I be a kid? No, but Dad tried to warn me. So I find myself, you know, telling my son, because right now he's like, Dad, I want a cell phone. I said, you ain't getting a cell phone. (laughs) Well, Bobby has one. Well, that's great that Bobby has one. You don't need no dang cell phone, you know. Exactly. Exactly. You're not even in the double digits yet, (laughs) age-wise. But you want a phone. No. He wants a phone, yeah. There's no, yeah. I cannot think of any reason why you need a phone. Yeah, not now. So, I mean, you know. Trying to grow up. And I think Nemo, with him, he, I, you know, I tell him the same thing, you know, because, I mean, and we live, I think the time is different now. It it's is. It's so true. accelerated now because back then we were like, hey, let's go outside and play, you know. Let's go right. throw What's the ball or something. Let's go swim. But now it's like, hey, let's get on Fortnite or hey, let's get on a laptop or hey, give me your phone number so we can text. And um, But, yeah, it's um, stuff like that, you know. My dad used to kind of say, like, hey, you know, guys, slow down and, um, you know, take your time, you know, you know. That's what you those start. Are words of wisdom. Those those are words of wisdom. Um, and then and really, you know, I saw it in my brother too as well. When you know when he was here, um, anything he put his hands on, especially in the music department. Oh yeah. Um, he was so musically talented. It was kind of crazy, you know. Like I anything any instrument he picked up, he was self taught. So I mean, I remember like just going back like one week, he'd be like, okay, um, let me get on the guitar. You know, I'm like, okay. and back when I'm like, this this dude is not gonna, you know, get the get doing? the strings down on the guitar. And I come back like a month later, he be playing it with a music book, read like reading music. I'm like, yeah. what what is going on? He's like, okay, next month I'll switch to the saxophone. And, oh well, and then then the other month, next month it'll be a piano. But after a while. He started learning how to play all the instruments. He just, you know, start one at a time. I'm going to learn something from here. I'll start it, and then I'll start this. And then I'll go back to this and learn something from here. And then before you knew it, he knew how to play three instruments. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay, you know. But that determination helped me, like, right now in life. In you know, life. and it's helping me in this situation with this new job. So you had though. a Miyagi moment. Yeah, I had a Miyagi moment. I did. <laughs> <laughs> And, it, and I mean, it, and it's great, and it's um, you know. So I just stuff right now that my dad, you know, taught me. It's you know, kind of coming back, you know. And I tell my kids right now, and I'm just, it's it's just stuff like that. And you use the word legacy. That's big too, as well. It is. That that's big. Like you said, it's not about the money. It's not about the cars. It's you know, not about the scholarships. But it's just about how you make your kids feel and, and what virtues are you teaching them what you know life is all about because i mean 
when I uh, I remember when I turned 18, like I said, you want to grow up so fast, but when life, you know, yeah, hits you like <laughs> like a brick wall, you're like, and, and he what? just punched the heck out of the mic. Guys. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, you know, I just kind of give you that sound effect, and I gave it to. You. <laughs> yeah, he didn't but, hit me. I but, promise. Nah, I didn't. But life, <laughs> life, you know, um, just hit me like a brick wall. And yeah. I'm like, wow, you know. I mean, now it's really life, and then especially when my dad moved to another state, I'm like, I really don't have. I have dad, but I don't anymore. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, you really have to, you know, lock down and brace down mentally. You know, in in an adulthood. You know, yeah. they call it adulting. You yeah, know, everybody, you gotta, you you gotta know, do it. Hey, you know, we want to grow up so fast. My mom, you know, she kind of throws it in my face. Now I talk to my mom. I'm like, hey, mom, you could have at least let me know or try to warn me. She was like, boy, you know how many times I tried to tell you this and you didn't want to listen. Yeah. And, well, now you, you know, you're in it now. Hard-headed. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I appreciate those moments and I really, you know, they they really had my best interest at heart, you know. Especially my dad, you know, and it's just, and I can call him now and be like, oh, oh hey, dad, you know, remember when you said this when I was 13? And he'd start, you know, he'll laugh or something. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, some things I would bring up he don't remember. I'm like, dad, how could you not remember? He's like, whoever said that He's was like, smart. <laughs> it was you. I was like, dad, you told me that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But He's like, that's good. Uh, that's good. Yeah, nice. it, it's good. It's good. That legacy, that legacy word is, it, is big, though. And it really is. Just, yeah. You know, and I I think so many so many parents, so many, you know, not just fathers, fathers and mothers. You know, they uh, take it for granted. You yeah. know, the you know I look at um, you know friends, acquaintances, coworkers, and so I'm not tr- calling out anybody necessarily right. or specifically, but I just look at, at at today's society where you talked about, you know, how it's just changed. It's different from the way it was when we were growing up but I look at parents today and I look at how you know a lot of them are like man I'm so stressed out with work and my job and and I think social media and all these other things they play a big role in you know people feeling depressed and and because you feel like I gotta live up to this this lifestyle that's that's that I see this glamour this you know these things that aren't important but they gotta be because everybody says they are and so you know and it, it and when we were young you know, if, if uh, you know, Bobby Three Streets Over had a new video game system, I didn't know. I didn't know he had it. <laughs> but, you know, now they know. You oh, know? Yeah, so they know. It puts yeah. that pressure. And so you think about, you know, adults now that have all this pressure on them um, because they're, they're in that, you know, in, in just like us, but they're in, a, in that social, in those social media trenches where you mm-hmm. see, you know, your coworkers, you be, hey, yeah, friend me. Mm-hmm. I added you as a friend. You know, and, and so now you see your coworkers that you work with and you find out that, you know, Joe over here's got this house and this boat and this car and then Lisa's got a swimming pool and has got a you know, this and then and so you kinda of that saying you're keeping up with the Joneses. Right, so you kinda of like, right. Well, if I work here, you know, I gotta be at the status with everybody else. So you try to get the overtime and, and oh man, I I need to get a new job because 'cause I'm not even the status of these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, what's crazy is you get a new job making more money, but then you gotta compete with those people. <laughs> so it's it's like a net Never ending cycle, right? Exactly. And so exactly. this the society that we we have today is you have, you know, parents that are and I'm going somewhere with this promise, but you have these parents that are, you know, they're they're pressuring themselves to try to either please other people 
or do something that other people are gonna, you know, because they like that, you know, uh, the like or the heart or whatever it is on yeah. Facebook or Instagram. Oh yeah, somebody liked what I did, so let me do that and let me. Oh, I'm gonna take a picture of this. Oh, people liked it, and so they start they start feeling good when they get those likes, and naturally, right, right. you know, who who doesn't? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but it gets to the sure. point where then I post something and nobody liked it. Oh, nobody likes me now. Yeah. And where I'm going with this is you start feeling under pressure and, and under the gun to, you know, not be able to perform and not be able to uh, uh, be at the status quo, so to speak. Right. So what do you do? Well, you know, I, I and you start searching for happiness, which is, we can talk about that too, how fleeting it is. Right. But they kind of are after that, uh, that formula. What is the formula that was going to make me happy? Mm-hmm. And so, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to live it up and I'm going to party. I'm going to party it down. I'm going to go out every night. I'm going to drink. I'm going right. to I'm going to have I'm going to party till the sun comes down. Right. Now, I have a wife and kids at home. But I'm going to go with my wife and my kids are at home. So I'm giving up precious time that I could be spending with my family, mm-hmm. doing things with my family that's not going it's only going to be with me so long. I'm going to give up and forego that time. Because I'm so, I'm so depressed, or I'm so uh, anxious, or I'm in such a rut with whatever I'm trying to keep up with, that I gotta now. I gotta go, and I just gotta, I gotta do something else to get my mind off of that because that's killing me. So I'm gonna go party and drink and do whatever because that's gonna make me feel a little better for a moment because I'm gonna check out from life, and so. And, and this is what I, I see this happening everywhere, you know, with coworkers of mine, with friends, with family, you know, I've seen this, I, I've done this in, in, at some points in my life. And so you see this happening and then you look and so now that I'm thinking about it with clarity of mind, I'm like, man, that was a perfect opportunity that you missed with your son or your daughter or your, or your family as a unit. Because you're, and it's not like, to, it's not wrong to go out, it's not wrong to party and have a good time. Right. But if you're doing it to escape the pressures, because you just want to feel something, and then you're you're just kind of, it just kind of starts creating this circle, you know. And so, as thinking about it as a mentor, yeah. those are things my dad warned me about. He would say, uh-huh. you know, when you get older, son, family first, kids first, wife first making about your family and he would say it doesn't matter if you have any friends you don't need them you need family now i think he was a little wrong on that you got to have friends you got to have social i would tell my dad (laughs) my dad didn't have any friends and he wouldn't didn't want them Uh, okay i'm a little different so i disagree with him a little bit on that (laughs) but i think he was right about that he would always say family first family's number one you got to take care of your kids you got to you got to be there. You got to put something into them. And so, you know, I know my dad didn't get it right. All, all of it. Right, I know right, that, right. you know, and nobody does. Nobody's yeah. perfect. Um, but I do, I look back at, um, you know, that things he would say. And I, and I, like I said, I look at people and I think about, man, I wonder what he's escaping from or I wonder, and then not everybody is right. So right. you don't get stuck in the mindset to say that because somebody goes out and has a good time, they're running for something. That's, not what I'm saying, and make sure I put that disclaimer out there. <laughs> I go out, I have a good time, I dance, uh, I have drinks, yeah. I have a good time with my wife. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, but just make sure that if you're going to do that, you have a healthy balance. Right. You know, right. make sure that you're spending time with your kids and you're not, you know, trading off. And like I said, I've 
I've seen it with, with, uh, you know, people, you know, coworkers where, you know, this person, you know, will tell you about, yeah, man, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this. Oh, yeah, well, how'd the kids like it? Oh, we didn't take the kids. You know, oh, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, what about, yeah, we're taking vacation, we're going over here, we're, and, and, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and again, my mind, oh, so they, oh no, my kids are at home. Like, yeah. Every time, I'm like, what? Do you do anything with your kids, man? <laughs> like, family, family should come first. And yeah, so, yeah. you know, I look at, uh, you know, like uh, my friend, uh, uh, fellow podcaster, uh, Paul, uh, okay. that does the uh, Just Breathe podcast. You know, he he's one of my friends. You know, we go out, we we have a good time. Right. You know, but he balances it. You know, he he does that, but he's got does stuff with his kids. You know, uh, there's a guy that's very you know spends a lot of time with his children, and right. you always see him doing something with them, and you know taking time out, you know to 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 be with them and and right. do things that are interesting for them. Like his family's always doing. Like his wife comes up with these crazy cool crafts for the family to do. Right. Kind of like you guys, and so they yeah. do that. Yeah. You know, so he parties hard like you know the rest of us. Right. But but he spends that time with his kids, making those memories, making those Miyagi moments. And right. so hats right. off to you, Paul. Um, <laughs> in case you're listening, but you yeah. know I've seen him do that. You know, so think about friends in my life that do that. So. Um, also, what the one thing I was saying, he was the other guy because he's not. Um, <laughs> but there are they, there are people though, and mostly it's coworkers that you know you kind of see, and they're you don't know, uh, you know the, the the deep things in their life, but you right. just kind of hear it like all the time, like yeah, I'm just trying to get away from my kids. Anybody want my kids? And I'm like, that's our future. Those are the ones that are going to grow up later, and they're going to look back, and they're going to they're going to need something to reference to get them through their stages of life when they're adults. Exactly. And they got to have something to look back at. They got to have something to look back at. I mean, I, I think that's, that's big. That's why we're here. You know, that's why we're here. Hey, this is my, the way my dad did things. And, and this is the way, he, like you said, he operated. Um, and it's just, you know, that time factor, I mean, you can't get time back. So that's one thing, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you miss moments and I think social media, you know, they put up a good, like, illusion of trying to live, like, this certain life. That's down. true. It doesn't even exist. So you're chasing something. It's kind of, it's vanity. You know, it's just, it's never going to give you the satisfaction that you need. Yeah. You know, until you, you know, find that thing that you're really supposed to be doing. And I mean, I mean, that I, if, it, if it was up to me, like, I would invest all of my time in, into my kids, you know. But, of course, you know, we have to work. You got to work. To, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just different things. We, you know, got the, got the friends and stuff like that. And, um, like, right now, I mean, that's just, it, it's, it's just big. It's just, you know, in our lives, um, just being dads, being in that, being in that position, um, I don't take it for granted. Um, like I said, and I mean, it's just... It's just a wonderful thing to have, like, a son that, you know, can look up to you and be like, hey, dad, you know, I, I appreciate you. And I yeah. appreciate the little things, you know, my dad or oh, my sons are like, you know, hey, dad, hey, thanks for, you know, buying me, like, the battle pass for Fortnite. You know, <laughs> I, I bought my son the battle pass today, you know, it's like 10 bucks or whatever, but... um I know he's going to always remember that, hey, dad, you know, was always there for me in that right. way. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's just the little things, little, little moments. I think it's good you say that, too. I want to make sure that, and I know I said a lot of things, and sometimes I talk off the cuff, um, you know, but I, not that I'm worried about necessarily offending anybody, because right. I do, whatever I feel, I feel. Right. But at the same time, I do want to make sure that I do clarify that, 
you know, if if spending time with your kid, if your kid is, man, they're just into video games, and that's really right. what they're into, you don't want to tell them necessarily, and this is my own thought, but, hey, you know what? I like table tennis, so we're going to play table tennis. And he's going to be bored out of his mind. He's not going to want to do that. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's going to so, be like, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like getting a controller and sitting next to him and show an interest in what he's interested in yeah. that's going to speak volumes yeah, even to, if you're to not, him. even if you're not interested in video games at all yeah. doesn't mean to at least sit down and you know try to inquire about it hey son wait what is yeah. this what yeah. game are you playing like how do you play you yeah. know how does it work you know yeah. Um, and you'll see him light up you, you know you'll yeah. see him light so, up you know. so there's nothing wrong with that and again going back to there's nothing wrong with going out and having a good time What I, the point I was trying to drive home is making sure that whatever you do and it doesn't have to be going out clubbing it could be right you know right. i'm working late hours every night you know well yeah. talk to your boss about that you know try right. to you know and i understand if it's a job where it's just the way that it is maybe look for another job you know right. because you're not going to get that time back that you're losing and so you know try to do what what you can and you know, I you know I think about the guys that volunteer for all the overtime. Every time it's the same guy, and you're thinking about it. He's like, man, it means I don't have to go home and deal with my wife and kids. And you're like, oh, come yeah, on, come man. on, man. Yeah, that's, that's your. I mean, I get it. No, I, I don't. It. But uh, but you know, there were times where thinking about when you're talking about social media, even in my own life, where if you looked at us on Facebook or Instagram, you're like, man. That family is happy. They're in love. They got right. it together. And, yeah. man, we're screaming at each other between the pictures <laughs> and fighting. And it ain't going good yeah. at all. Oh, that's that's deception. That is you know, deception at, at its best. Oh, look at yeah. that break they got. It. Man, <laughs> no. if you only knew. If you only knew, yeah. So, What's really going on? So, yeah, I don't ever really go off of that. But my, my main thing is for, for the listeners is that, you know, whatever it is, you know, make time. You know, even yeah. if, if you're going to go hard at work or you're going to go hard in the club or you're going to go become a collector of whatever it is you're collecting or yeah. you're going to become a, a cyclist that you're going to ride bike, you know, on the weekends. Yeah. I know people yeah. that do that or yeah. whatever it is. There's nothing wrong with having a hobby or going to the club or working yeah. long hours to provide right. for your family. There's nothing wrong with any of that. So make sure that you understand. I'm not right. saying there's anything wrong with any of that. But you gotta have a balance, right? You gotta have a balance. You gotta you gotta spend time with the kids. You gotta be that mentor. And, yeah. I, and like I said, I remember my. And this is why I say this. My dad was in the military. He worked swing shift, mid shift. He spent a year of his life in Iceland, stationed over there. Where we stayed back yeah, here. He work. went to Afghanistan. He went to Panama City. Went to Korea. He went. I mean, he was all over the place. And yet he still found time to spend with me. You know, oh, when okay. he was here. Right. Right. So. No excuse in saying you ain't got time because he did. Yeah, he did. yeah. He found a way. No excuses. Um, you know, and so, you know, when I first, you know, started having kids, I looked back. My dad didn't do nothing with me. He didn't run around. But then I look at a picture of my dad kicking a football with me. And then I look at another picture of me pushing a lawnmower on the bottom rung and my dad pushing it on the top. And then I see yeah. a picture of him helping us with the bikes. And then I see a picture of him with the pinata. And I look back and I start remembering those Miyagi moments. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. he was there. Yeah. He did do that. He did put in the work. He did put in the time. And then I'm reminded of a scripture verse in the Bible that says, where your treasure is, that's where your heart's going to be, right? That's where your heart's going to be, right? right? And so there where your heart be also, right? So, man, where you put the most time and effort into, right? That that's going to show up that 
man, that's your treasure. If it's building Legos, then you're gonna have a cool Lego set. You know? Right, exactly, um, exactly. If it's your family, you're gonna you're gonna raise kids that are gonna change the world. Right, right. And it's because you put that time, that effort, and right. and and if you don't raise kids that change the world, if you instill enough confidence and enough encouragement and enough wisdom and enough instruction into them. Right. And this is why I think about it talking about that training of a child and when you won't depart but depart right. from it. What that to me says is that whatever I put into that kid, when he grows up, he's gonna have that as a resource to look back on right. to be able to make it to the next step in his life. And so right. it is so important as a mentor that we instill whatever we can in them. Right. So when they look back at their Miyagi moment, right they can find help yeah they can find help and you know it. it's just so yeah that that's big you know <laughs> and, and it's funny you know it, it, you don't want to and I'm thinking about like when our sons you know grow up and you know we're, we're teaching them and, and you know when they become successful you know uh, that's one of my biggest fears like I don't want to like release my son so soon you know I'm a son similar to the, like the prodigal son, you know. I just don't want to like you know. I, you don't want to make the mistakes you make. I'm like, oh no, I see him. You know, I'm like, come on, man. But hey, you're not ready, buddy. I'm not. <laughs> well, who's not ready, dad or son, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, but it's um, it's a long journey. I mean, and to all the fathers out there, you know, me and me and me and this guy right here. We're, we're dads, we're fathers. Right. You're going to fail. You know, let, let me start there. <laughs> let me go ahead and just put that Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. You are going to fail, um, you know, but just as long as you keep going and just, you know, keep putting in the effort to, to make it right, you know, That's we're not perfect. I want to put that out there right now. We're not perfect. This is something I'm working on. And me and my son, matter of fact, we have a, a saying um, and it's just something that encouraged me when I come from work and it's long hours and I came home. As a matter of fact, I came home the other night. It was like one or whatever. I came home, got in the house. He saw me taking off my shoes and I'm taking a deep breath. Like, whew, just kind of like, you know, um, you know, decompressing from the day. He's like, Dad, he looks up. He's like, keep that same energy. Keep that same because I know you had some energy at work working. Come on, Dad. <laughs> he's like, come on. And now you're on his time. Yeah, now, now he's like, come on, Dad. You know, you're home now. You said you were going to do this and that with me. You know, I know you had a long day. I know it's late, but keep that same energy. And I'm like, you like know that. what? Yeah, it kind of brings me back into reality. You know what? You know, this is this is home time now. Yeah. You know, and I have to, whatever happened at work, let it stay at work. <laughs> and, you know, let me separate, you know, and, and get it right at home. So, you know. That's yeah. something a little bit encouraging. And that's good too. To, yeah. <clears throat> that's good that he, you know, he calls you on it, and yeah. you don't get upset. Like right. hey, I'm the dad. You don't even <laughs> talk to me like that, boy. You know exactly. Hey, <laughs> hey, what are you? Doing? <laughs> you know, that, that's like uh, uh, I, I can't remember. Uh, was it Chris Rock talking about dad getting oh, no respect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want the piece of chicken. <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh. it's. It's good though to to be able to have that open honesty and communication and yeah, and uh, too, be yeah. able to have you know but you know that we're not going to be with them forever and yeah. you don't know when that time is going to come and so yeah. as many pearls of wisdom as you can pass down right. as many as it, it, it's kind of like you know I kind of look at it like this you know uh, you know when I was a kid my dad um, he gave me a tackle box right. And it was his. It was it was one that I had watched him use from a little boy. And he gave it to me when I turned 13. 
And inside the tackle box, when I looked in, there were all these lures and spinner baits and bobbers and weights and line and you know, all this stuff. That I don't even know how to use half of it, right? I don't know, shad and and this is a bass whatever and this is you know, he had all these names for all these different lures and each one you know it's for a different type of bass or a different right. type of area that you're gonna fish in and all that and so you know i'm getting this and i'm like okay well i got a thing of tackle here so now i got a fishing pole and a rod and a hook <laughs> yeah. so here's the thing and even if you leave your son behind with tackle and gear you have to have left them behind with some wisdom on how to use it. Right. You know, and those right. were the things that my dad would then take me out to the lake and say, get your tackle box out. All right, I want you to get a spinnerbait. Okay, what's a spinnerbait? <laughs> <laughs> All right, see these right here? These are spinnerbaits. Right. Okay, now give me some of that spray right there. All right, now what that spray is, and he would spray it on. And he would tell me that that spray was like an attractant for fish, right, you know, for yeah. that certain kind. And this is shad right here. I'm going to spray this with some shad. Or I'm going to do this. Or, you know, he said, you want to do that. All right. He's all right. Now go ahead and cast. But you want to cast. You don't want to just cast it out there. Right. You see, right? He's like, see the trees, how the trees hang down in the water right there? Right. He's like, right. Okay. You want to get. No. No, don't. Don't aim it at the trees and lose that lure, <laughs> he would tell me. He goes, but you want to you aim for just underneath there. Yeah, so I would cast it. Oh, no, no, Why are you casting like that? Oh, no. I'm casting over. No, no, no. You got a sidearm cast that. Sidearm cast What's that? <laughs> you know, so then he'd take the rod and he'd show me, okay, you want to come back like this and you want to swing it under, you know, and you're going to get right underneath that, that little area there and get it. That's a sweet spot. Right. All right. And then I start reeling it. Ah, what are you doing? I'm reeling it in. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> yeah. not how you do a spin bait. Yeah. You spinner bait. You you gotta kind of you you gotta kind of reel it in and kind of bring the rod up and then put the rod back down and kind of come sideways a little bit and come. Well, why am I doing that? Well, son, in the water, that bait has got to mimic what a live bait would do. Right. If you just reel it in, the fish is gonna know that. I'm not going after not that. Going after I don't that. know what that is, but it ain't normal. It ain't normal. Yeah, exactly. He said, but so it's just just. So, um, okay, so then I, you know, kind of go up and down and back, and then all of a sudden, boom, fish hits. Oh, no, no, yeah. man. <laughs> you know, and so, like, even now, you know, I go to the lake with my kids, and I sit there, and I'm trying to teach them, and, they, and the same thing as me, they ain't paying attention, they don't care. Yeah, yeah. But remembering back to those things that my dad taught me, so thinking about it in life itself, you know, give your kids a tackle, you know, set them up, but teach them how to use it. Teach them how to use it. Teach them right. how to use the things that, that you're showing them in life and that you're, as a mentor, you know, anybody, you know, it doesn't even have to just be your kids. People that uh, that are that come into your life, you know, that could be a, a divine, you know, uh, uh, meeting, you know, that, that right. you know, God brought that person into your life for this time. And so as you have an opportunity to mentor and teach and speak to them, you know, give them a tackle box but then teach them how to use the tools as you're giving them to them and so as a mentor as a father as a teacher as a whatever i don't claim to be a wise person you know i'm just i'm just a regular dude and i get it wrong nine times out of ten um but one thing i would say from from what i've learned with my father and being a uh, mentor i'm a manager at work and you know thinking about how i want to be treated and how i see it think the best thing is kind of like going back to you know, Miyagi and my dad, right. those moments, teach, give the tools, but just don't give the tools, teach them 
how to use them. Teach them how to use them. Yeah. So yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, you know, and and develop it, you know, the tools, you know, you know, tackle box, you know, just don't do it for them, you know, just that's key, you know, show them, show them the way, you know, so they can follow in your footsteps, you know, show them. And I like how your dad, you know, was showing you, hey, you know, side and you know, up and down, you know. Those are little things. Just, I mean, even the, yeah. the small details, you were like, oh, okay. But those small details make the biggest difference. They do. You know, in catching a bait. And so, I mean, you know, it's... Uh, taking the time to... Taking the time. Yeah, that's all it is. It's great, man. <laughs> it's great. So that's kind of what we're going to leave you guys with. We may continue this topic. We may go to another topic next week. But just something that's kind of on our hearts, on our thoughts, on our minds. And so you guys may love this episode. You may hate it. I don't know. But if it helps you, if it helps someone, then it was worth us taking the time to record it. So until uh, next time, we'll see you guys. This is Tim. This is Andre. We'll see you all next time for more. What's, What's next? next? God bless.